Welcome back to the Mammoth Show. This is your host Rohit. Today we have Lean, the co-founder of 2XU and author. Thank you, Lean, for getting into the show. Yeah, very, very excited to be here, finally. So would you just like to give a quick yeah. intro for yourself, like how you got started with your journey and how is everything now? Uh, so I started when I was 15 years old. I started stumbling into the world of freelancing as a writer, basically. Um, I started getting gigs because no one really asked you if you're 18 years old when you work um, just freelance. Uh, and I published my own book when I was 18, but republished later on with an actual publisher um, as well. And I started my uh, entrepreneur journey when I was 23, when I started 2XU, um, my current business, where we um, hire and manage virtual assistants and... Um, for my content side, I started in 2019. I started with a YouTube channel, uh, now almost 18,000 subscribers, which is exciting. Um, mm -hmm. I'm also on TikTok. There, I think I'm close to 42K and uh, almost every single day I'm creating content one way or the other, either for uh, people who want to learn how to be a virtual assistant or people who want to hire a virtual assistant for the first time. Cool. So you've been in like space of virtual assistants or guiding people about virtual assistant you know how to have one and how to create the content machine so what do you mean by content creation first of all the content creation i define it as like you're giving some sort of either education or entertainment something um for me i've, I've gotten i've done both but it's mostly you're generating something for someone to consume which one do you think sounds good to the person who is just getting started and you know like do not want to involve in a bunch of things so what kind of content mm -hmm. creation person should start with? It's hard to say what's easy to go or start with just because like for everyone, it's different. Like I started with writing just because like writing comes naturally to me. Um, and video was such a weird place to be at. Um, what I did was I wrote one Facebook post a day for 30 days. And from the one post a day for 30 days, I created videos out of it. So that's kind of how I got into um, creating a ton of videos for, um, it started with, uh, Facebook and then went to YouTube so it really depends on what you're comfortable with and then later on you can venture into the other formats um, but it starts with what you know you used to say about the content machine what do you mean by content machine content machine is something like a library or full of content for something you know let's say mm -hmm. we got a like say you got a YouTube channel you got a bunch of videos over there that's kind of like a content machine you meant to so what I mean with content machine is it's basically you start with one major piece of content and then that using that to produce many other pieces of content and then another major uh, piece of content. So for example, for us to XU, we have a YouTube channel basically, which is about 10 to 20 minutes long video sometimes uh, that turns into um, graphic posts for Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, becomes short videos for um, Instagram Reels and as, as well for TikTok and YouTube Shorts, and then also becomes this bigger document within um, a blog post. So it's kind of have, knowing that you actually really have an infinite amount of resources um, when it comes to content. It's up to you how you're going to create that machine for yourself. After the COVID, like, like we've been into remote business. You know that. You specialized in the remote business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so what do you think, like, is this anything specific someone should need to know, like, before setting up a remote business or starting up a, just a remote business specifically? It's funny that you say that, guys. today, the video that just came out was actually how to start a remote business. Um, for prepping for it, it's very much, I found that it's the same as having, like, an a in-person business or a brick-and-mortar business. 
the yeah. biggest difference is just like how you are getting the product or the service to your target audience. So if it's a restaurant, of course you have like um, waiters, you have staff, you have everyone else. Um, but if you're just a um, what they call a ghost kitchen, where you just deliver uh, or have a delivery service, uh, sending out basically your food, then it can be done remotely. So it really depends on how you do and set up your business, uh, because it's now more and more possible and easier to also set up a remote kind of business. What do you think? Like, is it easy to set up the remote business and break a motor business, obviously? Uh, hard to say. Remote business is easier to set up because there's lower risk rather than spending lots and lots of money trying to set up a brick and mortar business and not even sure that it will take off. Um, I think that's that's kind of how I see it because I too, I started 2XU with nothing. Like I, I didn't put anything into it. They didn't have the startup capital. I literally was just creating a lot of content. Um, one person said, yep, let's. I, I want to hire a virtual assistant for you. And that's kind of how we started. So I would say it's a little bit easier to do it remotely and then later on maybe do it in uh, brick and mortar if you wanted to. Anyone who's listening to the show, you know, like does not know about the virtual assistant, what virtual assistant is, how the virtual assistant can help them, how you would like to elaborate this particular term for those people. So for virtual assistants, I always describe them as um, if anyone has watched the movie uh, Devil Wears Prada or there's so many movies where you have that, that high position person and that they have the executive assistant right outside their door. That's essentially a virtual assistant is, except instead of right out your door, they're in another country, they're in different time zones, and they pretty much help you do the same thing. So like managing, essentially, you instead of managing your business like an operations manager would, it's managing you as a person. So taking care of your communications, like your email, your calendar. Uh, we have clients who uh, their EA takes care of their Telegram account because we can give a login to that. Uh, it's also managing basically their life. So any birthdays or anniversaries that they have to keep in mind of or sending out gifts to people that they know. Um, and it's also in part, in a way also, then managing their business. Like my assistant perfectly manages me in making sure that my priorities are on, right? Of like, okay, these are the next projects that we're working on. These are the tasks I need from you. Um, so instead of me giving her tasks, she gives me tasks. So that's kind of where a virtual assistant is kind of different by having, um, again, a, a person in your office um, as they manage you instead of managing just your business. What advice do you have for someone who is just getting started with a business, does not have a lot of money to invest, you know? This happens with everyone. So where should they invest their every single penny they saved to make their business grow quickly? Honestly, it's getting, um, depending on the type of business that you have, um, it is getting in your first couple of customers. Like, um, you hire an employee or a virtual assistant once you have recurring revenue there's a way for you to predict basically um, because of course an employee is an ongoing um, payment uh, but when it comes to where you should focus on if you're still starting off if you're still struggling is by marketing to your customers because it's only that way that you can test if people actually want your business if people are actually interested if this is something that could be real versus like investing all this time into like the setting up like a really pretty website, setting up all of these things, just test and push out your product or service to the market. So then you can actually see how people react as well. Awesome, Lisa. Yeah, thank you for being on the show. And it was good to have you on pretty quick. And yeah, yeah thank you so much for being in and sharing your insights <laughs> on the virtual business. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Really.